Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back to the show. It's NCAA tournament time, and that means sports betting madness, bracket madness out there. A lot of you have filled out your brackets. Still more brackets to come. I know I'm in that boat. Filled out a couple. Have a couple more, I think, to go. I usually use, yes, the brackets of integrity, sheets of integrity, same bracket uh, for everyone, but I still think I might get into a couple of different pools here. Um, But let's go to Vegas because I want to get a sports better's view from this. It's always interesting. They have great analysis and different insight than you and me. Let's bring on in Ralph Michaels out in Vegas, wagertalk.com, our handicapper there. We talk to him every single week, and you need to be sure to follow him on Twitter, at CalSportsLV. Ralph, here we go. One of the, I, even out in Vegas, one of the, the best and busiest times of the year, right? You know, absolutely. Besides Super Bowl week, March Madness draws in the most people. The sports books get the most money bet. But I want to preface it by saying this to our listeners. There is more value in the NIT, the CBI, and the CIT than there is in March Madness. Because in March Madness, everyone is excited to be there. In those other tournaments, you get to add motivation to the mix. So while 90% of the money is going to be bet on these March Madness games, if you find value in those other games, don't be afraid to play them. You can make some money doing that. Yeah, well, you would know that. Let's start with LSU when we talk the big dance and the big tournament here. What do you think of their, their spot over in the East region as the number three seed? Well, you know, you're, you're stuck with Duke. And, you know, Duke is just an elite team, the highest-rated team since 2015. You're, all, you're only getting two, 250 to one, 2.5 on your money to win the entire tournament. And, you know, I, I think they're in a bad bracket. You have, you know, you have a, a Yale team with an NBA player in, in, in Oni who's going to be a first-round draft pick who plays up-tempo like you. Then you get to play Louisville or Minnesota. Then you have to play Virginia. You know, it's just the bracket does not set up well for them. And in March Madness, I put so much extra weight on coaching, not as much for the first game, but as the second game. When you have to turn around and prep for a new team in 48 hours, I think that's where LSU will miss their suspended head coach. Uh, great info, and you're right. So let's go to coaching and let's go to matchups here as we go across the brackets, talk the one seeds. The, the seed in – talk me off the ledge here with Gonzaga. I look at their path to a Final Four, and I think it's a little murderer's row because all the variations and styles of basketball they have to play, particularly second-round game, they're staring at Syracuse and that zone, and then a possible Elite Eight game against – uh, Michigan, and before that, they'd have to play Florida State, who beat them by 15 last year's Sweet 16. I- I'm not sure I like Gonzaga's path here, Ralph. Yeah, I agree with you. I still think they're by far the best team. I still think they get through it, but the committee made them work to get there. You know, it's a it's a bracket where you have to remember the one seeds are only 40 percent in March Madness when you get to this point. You don't want to play those one seeds early. You have to play in two days. Your goal is not to win one game. 
Your goal is to be rested for that second and third games. So, again, Gonzaga's in a spot where you're going to play the play-in opponent, and then you have Syracuse. I think Syracuse gets past Baylor easily. And then I have Florida State coming out of that bracket, but it's going to be very, very difficult. I think I think the Zags get by. I think them losing in that final game against St. Mary's helps them because it puts perspective on their season. Uh, I am still, as I'm looking at my bracket as we're talking on them, I still have them facing Duke in the Final Four. Other one seeds, any of them in trouble in your mind? Well, you know, one seed they're tough to play against, but I am picking Kentucky out of the Midwest ahead of North Carolina. Uh, and if Virginia doesn't get there, it doesn't surprise me as well. But I think that I am going to finish my bracket with Virginia, Duke, Gonzaga, and Kentucky in the Final Four. Um, I, I like the Virginia team. They're almost like an underdog. When has a one seed ever been an underdog? They're like the feel-good story. After losing to Maryland-Baltimore County last year, one against 16, you know they're not going to look past those first few rounds. And in that bracket, every team, with the exception of Tennessee, plays the exact same slow, methodical style. You have eight teams in the bottom 35 of tempo In that conference, you have Wisconsin, Oregon, Kansas State, Irvine, Villanova, St. Mary's, Purdue, Old Dominion, Cincinnati. I've never seen anything like it where every team in your bracket plays your style with the exception of Tennessee. That's interesting. It's Ralph Michaels at wagertalk.com with us here at Cal Sports LV on um, Twitter. By the way, Tim Zimmer said he loves your Final Four because that's his exact Final Four. He's nudging me over here. Uh, let's talk about the teams that aren't at the top of the bracket. Possible spoilers here. I know we've talked about Ja Morant and Murray State. I, I love them. Uh, I love the matchup that they've gotten. They're in that you know very cliche now 5-12 matchup. But them or anybody else you're keeping an eye on as far as double-digit seeds or lower seeds are concerned? Well, you know, Murray State is someone that could beat Marquette, may not. You know, you have two the top two scorers in the NCAA, two of the top four scorers. It's going to be a great matchup. But I'll tell you what, I may be buying the Kool-Aid, and a lot of people think it's a uh, a a cliche play or, or a clickish play. But this Oregon team, with Dana Altman as their head coach, Dana Altman is one of the best March Madness head coaches in basketball. You have an Oregon team that's won and covered their last eight games, hasn't allowed an opponent to shoot over 42%. Since they allowed 61 points in the second half against UCLA, they have only let one of their last eight opponents score 61 in points the entire game, and that was Arizona State in overtime. They're a team that had Bobo go out. If you don't know Bobo, he is Manupo's son. He is a five-star recruit. He will be a number one draft choice. Their entire offseason was built on offense and defense around him. They had to readjust their team. They are now focused. I've been first in line to bash the Pac-12 all year, but I think Oregon gets by Wisconsin, and I have Oregon going to the Sweet 16. Oh, wow. It's the Pac-12 champions, and they get three seeds, the Pac-12 does, when most people thought maybe just one. 
So a few more in there than that. Um, let's talk about down the road here. When we get to that Elite Eight and Final Four, um, I know you've said before you like that Gonzaga-Duke matchup. If it's Virginia and Kentucky, that's your Final Four. Uh, how would you handicap those teams? And I know we're projecting here a little bit, but look, that's what we do. That's why this is fun. Uh, how would you rank those matchups if they happen? You know, I, I like Kentucky getting there, and I have I am well invested in futures in the Zag, <laughs> and I would love for them to get there, but if Duke is healthy, and if Duke is playing Duke basketball, I don't think anyone can beat them. I, I've never said that I don't think there's a minus 250 value in a college tournament, but this Duke team is so special with their elite talent that they have that uh, if they're healthy and clicking on all cylinders getting to the Final Four, I couldn't bet against them. Coaches are always so important. You hit on this, Ralph, and I agree with you. I think this tournament is more about coaches than it is players, and I even include Zion in that, although he's transcendent. Who are some of your favorite coaches, game coaches, tournament coaches here? Got it. You know, it, 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 you know it, it, it could be Jim Beheim. It could be the 2-3 zone. But Duke always – excuse me, Syracuse always gets there. Well, something to keep an eye on is Mike Hopkins was a 20-year Duke assistant. Mike Hopkins had five returning starters this year. Mike Hopkins plays the Syracuse 2-3 defense. And while people, again, ripped on the Pac-12, Washington ran through that Pac-12 pretty easily. Well, those teams have now seen that defense four times in the last two years. You'll see Utah State. Washington's a dog against Utah State. I don't think they should be. But teams will be saying that defense on that side of the bracket for the first time, I think he has a big edge. You know, other guys that just are are incredible. You have guys from, you know, uh, St. Mary's, the way he's coached, the way he got the Zags and beat the Zags. And, you know, you have other teams like New Mexico State who – have so much depth that their coaching can get them past a few wins if they can get by. So, um, you know, it's a bracket that I agree with you that so many good coaches are in here, so much depth that coaching should be doubled. I double my coaching rankings the second day when you only have that 48 hours to rest. Uh, any uh, truth to the magic that John Beeline has this time of year? Last six years, a couple of regional finals, a couple of national championship game appearances. Is the Beeline magic real at Michigan? You know, I, I am very good friends with a Michigan alum and a Michigan State alum, and we watched each of the last two games. I think they beat each other so much during this tournament up that it's going to be tough for them to run this six-game stretch. Uh, the Big Ten may have been the best conference in all of basketball, uh, but I actually would prefer Sparty to perhaps upset Duke before I pick Michigan to get past Gonzaga. Well, it is tournament time, Dayton tonight and tomorrow, and then round of 64 starting Thursday. Ralph, what's going on at Wager Talk this week for everybody? You know, just a great information inside and out. Go to wagertalk.com. Check out the news sections. And for those of you, let me, let me leave it with a college basketball system. Those teams, this is the Zags team we talked about. 
double-digit favorites that have a win percentage of 90% or more. You're talking elite teams. You're talking Gonzaga. You're talking uh, Virginia. And you're talking Houston. That's it. Double-digit favorites, win percentage of 90% or more, 3-16 and 16 against the spread. So uh, if you like the Zags, that's fine. Play them from round two and on. Worry about fading them in the first round. Ralph, it's always a pleasure, man. Enjoy the heck out of this week, and we'll talk to you before the Sweet 16 next week. Thanks so much. Thanks, Seth. Appreciate it, bud. All right, Ralph Michaels at wagertalk.com. Bookmark that site and follow him on Twitter at CalSportsLV. We'll take a break. When we come back, it's Tulane Tuesdays. No, Tulane's not in the tournament. They're making basketball news because, unexpectedly, they fired head coach Mike Dunleavy, maybe because of Jacob Wass's appearance on our program last week, begging for the Tulane Administration Athletic Department to make that move. Jacob Wass joins us next in studio here on The Last Lap. It's Tulane Tuesdays. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 